welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What is going on, you guys? Happy Friday. Happy hour. We are back. Original recipe with just Ashley and I. Welcome back to another episode of Just Go With I It. I feel like we had we had a really fun guest last week, and I feel like in lieu of that, we kind of slept we kind of slept on our Thanksgiving weeks. So just what was one highlight of your cultural experience? Okay, for those who don't know and don't keep up on Instagram, I spent my Thanksgiving in Michigan with my friend's family, and there's nothing I love more than being the adopted kid in my friend's families, meaning plural, every Thanksgiving I travel to a new friend's Thanksgiving. Um, And I had never been to Michigan, so that was quite an interesting cultural moment to see what it's like up there. Um, Going to the Michigan State or University of Michigan versus Ohio State football Mm -hmm. game was electric and it really made me feel american as did the turkey trot i had a couple firsts (laughs) hear that folks even if you're abby it's not too late to have a couple firsts it's never too late to try new things and at the age of 25 i did my first turkey trot and now i'm obsessed like i can't also you saw someone that means so much to our insular friend group um someone that it's almost silly that we haven't seen him yet at this michigan tailgate which was so insane, by the way. All of the Michigan people just go so crazy for all of it. We saw Kid Rock. Kid Rock came to the tailgate. And let me tell you, most people were, like, so unenthused. But he's a Michigan hometown hero. I know, but they were just kind of like, oh, whatever. Like, it's Kid Rock. And I was like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, the the folklore of Kid Rock and my friend group, like, we're all going to be so excited when I tell them this because we love Kid Rock's bar in Nashville. And he's just, like, a funny, goofy character. Rock, um, comma, kid. And just, like, yeah, you know, like, it's just the best. And so, like, that was really a highlight of my trip as well. Thank you for Of course. How me. could you ever, ever forget? Didn't you fist bump him or something dumb? High five? Yeah, I fist bumped him and I said, hey. And then we took a picture. We were in, all in the back of it, like, fangirling. It's <laughs> really funny. It's fine. Yeah. Like, whenever I see anyone remotely famous, like, I will be fangirling and getting a photo and talking to them. 100%. Connie, baby. So, I had a cheap thrill. And it was quite literally the cheapest thrill that I've ever had. Cheaper than free? Well, I don't know. I like to categorize a cheap thrill more so as how much joy you get out of a simple thing. Not necessarily the dollar amount. Mm-hmm. But it was basically free, give or take. So I went to trivia. Trivia is one of those things that you and your friends like to pretend you're a regular at, but you only go once every four months. Um, so right. it's, it's every week it's like, okay, trivia, trivia. And then like no one ever wants to go when the time comes and except for once every four months, much like us with the turtle races. We act like we were a regular, like we haunted that bar's halls. And I think we went twice. Haunted their halls. Yes, correct. Um, so I went to trivia on Wednesday. And this is a hip young trivia place. It's the type where everyone's 20s, 30s. There's probably 20 to 25. As opposed to the stuffy loser. Well, you know how there's some trivia trivia places, places. the kind that are at breweries, where everyone's like 40s sometimes and they're like really niche and like they actually go every week. Um, Yes, yes. No, this place looks like a dive bar inside and it has like Christmas lights. Instead of a younger crowd. And there's like 20 to 25 teams. And no one puts much thought no it takes like a really long time it's like three hours <laughs> no one puts much thought into these things it's like okay great way to socialize good way to bring some tertiary oh my god what a good vocab word ashley that means on the outskirts right i don't know like <laughs> i've heard it before but like, i don't know 
I read it all the time and I use it all the time. I definitely know what it means. Sounds like tushy. Yeah, third, third, third level. <laughs> okay, so it's like outskirt friends. So I'm correct, yeah. yeah. Um, great thing to bring the crowds together. Bring a friend of a friend, bring a boyfriend's friends, whatever. So I think there was nine of us. And it was really great. Everyone contributed evenly, guys and girls, which is so paramount to the experience of knowing so things. Paramount. And we came in first place. And Woo-hoo! it was such a joy. A Such joy a childlike pleasure. joy I hadn't had in a while, probably since I got surprised on my birthday, which I guess wasn't that long ago. But you got to count. You got to count your childlike joys, and that was one of them. We should do. We haven't done an episode on childlike joys in a really long time. I think we should. Okay, well that re- that relates to Christmas cheer, so we can do it in Great. December. Perfect. <laughs> and some of my friends went bananas the way that you are sometimes when stuff happens. They went bananas. <laughs> And we won a $150 gift card, which was so fun. I don't know why the bill was so expensive. It didn't cover it. I only got one beer, so that's not on me. But um, Not on me. But, but it was so much fun and such a such a joy and a pleasure. One of the questions, the answer was Taylor Swift, I Did Something Bad. I got that one right. Really? Um, what was it like, name the song of these lyrics? Or what was the question like? Yeah, there's a round where they play like two seconds of a song. Oh my god, that's like 10. so fun. Yeah, no, this one's actually really fun. We should have went when you were here. It's on Wednesdays. Um, Yeah. Um, But such a cheap thrill. So go to your local trivia night and try to get some guys there, too, if you are a girl's girl, because it adds to the experience. I'm such a girl's girl. Everyone is like... I have no idea how to make friends with boys. I'll just, I just well, don't know. These boys, it was someone's boyfriend who I'm friendly with, and then he brought his three roommates. So Here is a hill that I'll die on. Boyfriends of friends with a girl friend group need to start bringing their friends around for this exact reason because it opens up our yeah. world, our little world of friends, to other people that we could potentially date, get to know, or just befriend, like in your just case. befriend, yeah. But, like, and not enough people are, like, doing that anymore. It's- like, this was the third time we had seen them, and they were like, okay, bye. Like, let me hug you when I say goodbye. Like, let's do this again Ooh, soon. Cute, so, cute, like, cute. bonds bonds form. Bonds um, form when you win trivia. That's for damn sure. <laughs> And and so such a cheap thrill. Get your local trivia night and outsource if because you probably need to. Because some some we need the boys for like some of these things. Right. Unless you're magically an expert on college yeah, was there coaches. Like, yeah, was there like football trivia? Like I wouldn't know. There was one football. round that was literally sports coaches. I think was like okay. the category. Yeah, I would absolutely fail. Like there's and then little- they also come in handy with some of the music stuff too. They came in handy and then just like there was some general stuff that they were helpful for. It's really a guys and girls unless like you have like, like your rap song. I'm like take it away, boys. I got nothing. <laughs> Your Spotify wrapped. Any surprises there? No, but you know how. So something about me that Ashley knows is that I hyperfixate on songs a lot. Insanely so. And literally once a year, I will have one song that I hyperfixate on that I'll play for 24 hours straight that I'll like really like for that 24 hours. And then I may or may not like it after the 24 hours are over. But this year it was Greedy by Tate McRae, which didn't come out that long ago, but it was on my top five played because I played that song on repeat for literally 24 hours while I was like deep cleaning my room in my apartment and it just was like on repeat go 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 and it was on my top five that's funny I'm gonna send mine I like forgot to but I will yeah you are the only person in the friend group group chat that's not true you're the only person I cared about who didn't send their Spotify rap so okay (laughs) there you go so do you not want me to tell you because I'll just send it when we get off the phone no 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 you can tell me live and in person okay Taylor Swift Taylor Swift no surprise John Mayer surprise a little bit but like I spent a lot of time in the car (laughs) or like going on like weekend trips and cooking breakfast for people and things of that nature 
How I feel glorious like I, for you. There's a lot of friend time that involves like John Mayer for some reason. You're like, I just spend so much time on weekend trips <laughs> cooking for people like your fucking mother Teresa. Okay. Uh, no, I'm selfish. It's because I like doing it. Or like I went camping for like four days. Like stuff like that needs John Mayer. So I think that's where it came yeah. from. Yeah. Morgan Wallen, which know your audience when you say he's in your top five because someone the other night was like shocked that I said that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in yeah. everyone's top five. Like let's just be so for real. Chris Stapleton because of again, Ooh. I think the camp vibes like okay. something about that and then cody johnson because i do deeply love him actually that's such a good top five i know and then my top song for cruel summer no surprises king of my heart no surprises big surprise i don't know really? if you know this country song it's called she won't be lonely long i'll send it to you it's really good i feel like i do know it but i can't sing it for you right now unfortunately new romantics no surprises laps um <laughs> Again, this harkens back to like the situations, but your body is a wonderland was like number five. But I see, I think it's on a lot of the same playlist. Body's a wonderland. That's a good um, one. And then this was silly. My, you know, how did your location thing? What was your location? Bozeman, Montana. Okay, mine was also Bozeman. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Class. And I told, I told one of my friends who does not listen to country music. She was like, I, "That makes a lot of sense." She's like, "I'm not offended. I think that's silly and fun." What was her city like? New York. No, it was San Luis Obispo. If you listen, I didn't know this because I'm so out of the loop with this this type of person. If you listen oh. to a lot of, I guess, like, I don't know, the more alternative version of Lainey is the only okay. one for people like us I can describe it. It's really interesting. Hers was slow, though. I love that feature that's like, this is it's the area new, of the right? country. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think they had it last year. This is the area of the country that your type of music that you most listen to is also most listened to. So apparently, you and I need to take a trip to Bozeman, Montana tomorrow. Totally. And the reasons for like Flatland, Calvary, and stuff like that. And then the, the genres were country, obviously rock, no surprises there, lots of throwback playlists, singer-songwriter pop, and <laughs> Texas country. Texas country. Mine was contemporary country because I listened to a lot of Yeah, my top one was contemporary. Living here in Nashville, Tennessee, but that's so fun. I actually love, I have a hot take, I actually love when people post their Spotify rap. No, same. The people I don't even care about or talk to anymore, yeah, yeah. I guess I care about them because I still follow, but like I don't really talk to you. I still will look at least their top song and artist. Yeah, it's like so fascinating to see like how people spend their time and like what soundtrack they have for their life. Like it's so cool. A hundred percent. And then I'm, I was going to say also, oh, <laughs> I keep listening to the really old man country music playlist I sent you. That reminds me of your ex-boyfriend's type of music. But it slaps. He was onto something. Tanya Tucker, it slaps. He's onto something. It has George heart. Street, music, yeah. a lot of music these days doesn't have heart. Not like it used We're to. We're missing the heart. Yeah. Where's the yeah. heart? Where is the totally heart? Where is the love? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so that's always a good time. Have you – can you name one cheap thrill before we continue? Like just a cheap thrill I've done recently or in general? Yeah, yeah recently. Recently. Well – Like I last two weeks. I don't know if this counts as a cheap thrill, but nothing brought me greater joy than earlier this week when we put up our Christmas tree. Oh, that's I, a cheap thrill, 100%. It's such a cheap thrill because it's not my tree. I didn't have to pay for the tree, so it's quite literally free to me. Um But my roommate, I didn't know we had a Christmas tree and living, you know, in a downtown – Skyrise apartment it's not like you have a storage and do you guys have storage closets in a garage somewhere yeah we have a storage unit in the basement oh that's nice um so it is super helpful so we have a bunch of stuff down there like our suitcases and things yeah 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 Um, and I didn't know that we had a Christmas tree and the other day I I sarcastically was like Bridget we should go get a tree 
And she was like, Abby, we have a tree. And like, I lit up like a little kid. I was like, shut up. We have a tree. Like, I was so excited. And we put it up earlier this week and it's been giving me so much serotonin. That's really fun. Another cheap thrill, not cheap thrill because it was kind of labor intensive, was that I hosted Friendsgiving, which is so much fun for me always to like doing stuff like that. But I tied bows on really long ones on the wine glasses, the candlesticks, this, that, and the other. I wore something that I don't get to wear often because I should just wear it more casually. It's so dumb of me. It's your Um, orange shirt with like the ruffles? Yeah, it's like a pink color. Yeah. It was from Anthropology years ago. And that is always fun. I want to have you host a dinner party for me, Abby, where you also have to cook because you'd be running around like a chicken. Yeah, that's my make-a-wish. You'd be running around like a chicken without a head. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't know how to turn on the oven. Somebody show me. I told Abby the other day, I said, Abby, why don't I call you on like a Wednesday night and walk you through a soup recipe? It'll be fun. Yeah. And what did you say? You were like something like, we, we've evolved. There's FaceTime now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we could actually, yeah, you could show me with your hands. Um, we'll set that up because that would be fun. That's silly. Let's set something um, up. <laughs> <laughs> something else I've been giggling or was giggling about with one of my friends the other day is I told her, I was like, oh, um, you... She's also like 25. I was like, oh, J. Crew or and Madewell are their sale is extended another day. You should send your mom what you want for Christmas. Yeah. And then, which is very normal for people like us. And then she started laughing and she's like, isn't it so funny that we are comparing Christmas lifts for our moms for them to gift us? And one of our friends had a baby like three days ago. Right. And she is the mom. We are she is the, the baby. Mom. Yeah, we are the babies, but she is the mother now. <laughs> and that is just so indicative of life in your 20s right there. That is what it all boils down to. Some of us are sending our moms our Christmas list, and some of us are shopping for diapers. <laughs> like Abby is putting on makeup right now to go to on back-to-back dates. And that's what also being in your 20s is like, okay? The world is your oyster. 100%. Have you ever brought – I don't know the answer to this question, but I'm pretty confident it's a no. Oh. Have you ever brought someone home for the holidays? If you're um, new yes. here, Abby always has boyfriends and what always. not or, or dates. Um, I brought home unplanned Jacob, my college. Oh, but boyfriend. that was like a natural disaster. Yeah, we quite literally had to evacuate our college in California because of wildfires. <laughs> it happened to be around Thanksgiving, so he did come home for the holidays with me. Yes. That's all you've got. Yeah, and I mean, a couple other boyfriends I've spent with, like, their families with holidays. Like, I've been the girl that's been brought mm-hmm. home, which is an interesting dynamic because, man, yeah. you really got to be on the whole time and, like, really wow. On your toes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, like, that's been interesting. But, no. What about you, Ashley? You ever brought anyone home? <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> just little. Actually, you haven't been here for the holidays. You've been I around mean, the holidays, but not the I've day. been around Christmas time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, also setting up my tree too is such a, such a cheap thrill. It's disgusting it's so how cheap of, like it's of a so thrill fun. it is. Uh-huh. It's so much fun to do. Um, are you going to decorate yours? Well, you're busy nonstop with double dates. Yeah. So we don't have any ornaments, which is really funny. And it reminded me of when you and I were in college, Ashley, and we had a tree in our shared home and this was before you moved in but we had that white christmas tree and none of us had ornaments and so we used empty white cloths as all of the ornaments it's the most collegey thing i've ever heard in my life really 100% yeah it's, but the bow trend it's also just like so in in general that it this is cute. 1000% the season of bows there is bows <laughs> everywhere there's bows on girls uggs there's bows in our hair there's bows on our christmas tree there's bows on our dresses like bows are everywhere i'm on my cowboy boots right now not bows um, but the cute girly bows don't get confused I'm- 
I'm mad that I didn't make that TikTok. Did I send it to you where the girl, she's like, if you even care, like, this is me. And it was a bow tied on the vodka soda straw. 1,000%. I, so I love that comment. I'm going to start saying it more. Another cheap thrill that I get, because someone else just texted me today, it wasn't just you that I sent one to. Another cheap thrill I get is anytime I go anywhere, it could be the tiniest little thing. Now I started sending postcards to the kids back home. Oh, so I'm not special? Great. I usually send it to like two of you guys, no, two, two or three each time. <laughs> I still feel special. I still feel thought about. Thank you. But it's so fun because it makes you feel like you're in a movie to send a postcard, especially if you go to the tiny town's post office that you're in. <laughs> um, and then it's also fun when they get it. Totally. That's such a fun thing. Before we get into – and they're like 50 cents or something. Dumb. Before we get into the fun part of Christmas, I think that we should talk about something that really flopped for you on TikTok lately, but I think is an important conversation to have at this time of year, which so is – I'm glad you also think it's important because no one else did. <laughs> and you can speak to this real – not well, but you're working through it – is the overconsumption. The yes. influence – the influence that – the chokehold that uh, influencers have on us. And culture. And the influencer culture and the overconsumption, which is absolutely disgusting, and Abby buys into every time. Take it away, <sighs> okay. Jean. So I've Jean done Kelly. some. I've done some introspection lately as to mm-hmm. why my shopping habits are like this, and I actually have some reasons why. But that's okay. As long as they're valid. Is that I spend money a lot with a lot of online shopping. I'm very frivolous with my money, and I always have been since I have had money of my own. It's been a pattern. That my dad harps on me about every day. Um, And I think part of it, just a small part of it at least, was because I grew up in a home with a really frugal father who did not understand the importance or the necessity of ever spending money on something joyful or like fun or like a gift for yourself because he said that was like really, really selfish and he grew up in a poor family and so he just had like a really restricted- Your dad's also like a boomer. Yeah, of course. Like total boomer, yeah. different generation. He's much older, yeah. And he lived in a home, God bless him, with two women who loved to buy things and would fight him tooth and nail all the time. And so I think subconsciously I kind of put that in the back of my brain and I thought when I grow up and I'm an adult and I have my own money, I'm going to be able to spend things, spend money on things that I want for myself and not feel guilt and not feel, yeah. you know, terrible about it because I wanted to buy myself something because it'll be my money. And I went a little overboard, and I go a little overboard all the time. So every, yeah. every other day, yes. Like, and also, I think that I'm so chronically online that it does not help. Like, obviously, I'm only being made aware of these things that I want because I don't need anything. I have everything I need. I am yeah. content. But like all these things that I want, mostly like clothing and jewelry and like fun stuff. Because I'm constantly being advertised to, as we all are. And if I would just fucking get offline for five minutes, maybe I wouldn't get ads every four seconds. And then I wouldn't have to, like, feel the desperate urge to buy something. Like, it's so annoying. You must spend so much time staring at your phone. And the reasons why I'm going to say this is because I know that you're always on TikTok, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. My neck There's nothing wrong with being on TikTok. But I know that you're always, always consuming on TikTok. You're always shopping online. Yeah. You're always texting friends. And boys. And you're always texting multiple boys. Yeah. So I don't know where. <laughs> There's not a lot of times where I'm not looking at my screen, and I'll be so honest about that. Yeah, that's okay. I what think is your that, screen time? What is your average screen time a day? I think I have it 
I turned it off a while, like a, oh. like a while ago, but I'm pretty sure. I'm what is yours? I'm pretty sure seven. Like, is that, is that gross? Like, is yours around seven? No, see, here's what I'm saying. I what feel like yours? all I do is. I might sweat. be more. But also, though, something is that I. So I spend a lot of time driving because I live in Los Angeles. So your car rides are so much shorter because you live in Nashville when you want to do things. So my phone is on the entire time I'm in the car because Spotify is on and the screen is awake. 50% of the time I turn on the maps. Mm -hmm. So like that's a big thing. Every single time I try to work out very consistently during the week and every single time I'm either walking on the treadmill or doing Stairmaster or doing some sort of repetitive thing. I'm watching Netflix. I'm watching Netflix. No, I started to because of you. That wasn't a dig at you. It was just an opportunity to make a joke. Of but, course, um, of course, of course. I'm, But I'm watching Netflix. No, and here's the thing. As I was going to say, I feel like I'm constantly on my phone looking at my screen, but still my screen time a day is six hours and 40 minutes, which I've heard way worse. From oh, some people, are like, some people are 13. What, right. And I'm like, literally, How? How? I also FaceTime, like, we're on the phone right now. We were on the phone for, like, an hour before this. Like, there's a yeah. lot of other things that aren't just TikTok. Like, we're just so popular. Like, we just have all our friends. <laughs> and we talk to. Okay, but we're going – this is going away from the overconsumption thing. Okay, okay. The thing is, something that I've talked about with one of our friends recently is that is this – do I – I'm not an overconsumer like you. I never have been. Ever since I was little, no, not in the least. We know. Um, we know. You're the firstborn daughter. We got it. <laughs> but so I know this is a friendly – or recently, do I like the way that these clothes look on this influencer that I'm obsessed with? Because they're yeah. not going to look the same on me. I know. And I I think that's a really good way to think. But I also don't even just think about that. I also just think about all of the activities that are involved in my life and like things that I want to wear to certain events. And I will see yeah. it marketed towards me. And I'm like, damn, I want to wear that. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And also I photograph everything. So I'm like constantly thinking in terms of content, like what that would look like on the feed and like where I could wear it and where I could make like a cool like moment out of it with like photography. Like I'm constantly thinking like that too, which doesn't help anything. So what's a girl to do? What are you going to, what are you going to do about this? Mary Rich. That's what I'm going to do. No, no. (laughs) Pride. In the interim. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do, Ashley. In the interim, what are you going to do about it? Um, so I've been implementing this practice. It's new. So I'll tell you how it's going in a few weeks. Where if I see an ad, even if I'm like on an email list, I've been unsubscribing to a lot of email lists of like clothing brands that I really like that I'm somehow subscribed to and whatever. Um, And like on TikTok, if I see something and I just know I'm going to like want it and it's an ad, I scroll Mm. away so fast. I get out of there. Get out of there. I don't want to watch. You know what I mean? It's like how people have to change their thought processes. Like instead of thinking negatively about themselves, they instantly have to <laughs> accept yours is the addiction to shopping. Right. And what is it called when you have a fear of something and then they like introduce it to you in like small spurts? You know what I'm talking Exposure about? Exposure therapy. Yeah. But like the reverse of that, that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do with my shopping. I also told you to think about a purchase for at least like a week or two, much like thinking about a tattoo for a year. I also think I should implement a rule where I can't purchase anything past the hours of 11.30 p.m. because all bets are off after 11.30 p.m. Like, I'm just – add to car, add to car, and, like, it's – Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Not good. <laughs> Not good. You should also set a spending limit for yourself maybe for the month and then pass that you should have to sell clothes in order to buy clothes. Or, like, that money to get the new ones. Like I'm doing right now. Yeah, or that, yeah. That way it's, like, free. 
free stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not something that is rare. I think a lot of girls no, no, of course not. struggle with this, but and we're being pushed so much propaganda. It's literally yeah. like propaganda and it's out of control because, and also disgusting because you have to remember all of these people that are pushing this to you are getting this stuff for free. For and free. on top of that, there are probably, there's a chance they're being paid for this stuff. For us getting it for yeah. Free. Like we're paying these influencers incomes and like mm-hmm. more power to you get that bag sis. But like, I'm tired of it within reason. Yeah. Yeah, like it's brutal for sure. Something else about the holidays is this is something that you lightly have experience with, but you've created (laughs) your own luck with this. It's that the holidays look different for everyone in terms of you might not be living anywhere by your family. Right. And why, what does that have to do with shopping? (laughs) No, I said, no, no, it has nothing to do with shopping. I said it has to do with you. It has to do with you and Thanksgiving. Right. Okay. Yes. And so just because you see people on TikTok living happy family lives, don't get depressed. Is that your point? Because I can tell myself that all the time. Okay, this, they had, this is getting a little bit twofold. No, I meant like you might not have a home to go to for Thanksgiving. Christmas is a, a bigger deal. So like I do know people usually do go home for Christmas. Yeah. But also I know that your flight costs, what, $800 to get home? Sometimes Nine. that's not feasible for people. That's obscene. Sometimes yeah. that's not feasible for people, especially back to back of Thanksgiving versus Christmas. Can we talk about that why... for two seconds, the price of flights? Oh, sure. You can talk, yeah. I have a bone to pick and it is with every airline in this country because if I'm going to pay $900 for a flight, can I at least go to Europe? Can I not be going to Spokane, Washington? Not even Europe necessarily costs $900. Yeah. My friend's going to Spain, round trip flight, $450. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, why is it so expensive for me to go home for Christmas? It is a hill that I will die on, and it's unfortunate because it's a small airport, blah, blah, blah. There's never a direct flight, yada, yada. Okay, we get it. But it's so frustrating, and it's so upsetting, and I had to use all of my Southwest Airlines points. All of them. They're all gone because I just want to go home for Christmas, God forbid, and it's it's not right. It ain't right. So if you are someone who can drive home for Christmas, if you live driving distance of your family, just be grateful. Please, I beg of you, be grateful. And then, but for Thanksgiving, where you are also not going to die, or you will die on that hill of, like, that's too expensive, so yeah. you've had to find other places to go. Yes, I spend... And the Thanksgiving much- that you also spent alone with just your boyfriend. Yeah, well, that was an interesting one. Oh, okay, never mind. We don't have to talk about that one. <laughs> no, we can. I'm an open book. I spend a Thanksgiving with someone different every year, which is kind of fun. Because yeah. I'm thinking yeah. with so many people, not just my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> what did you say a second ago? I have to remind myself that the TikTok families aren't all happy. <laughs> yeah, like just remember they had to set up that camera and then act like a cute family in front yeah. of the camera. Like it's so inorganic. Um, yeah. So yeah. if you follow Abby on TikTok and you think, man, I love the relationship she has with her parents, just know that there was a lot of screaming and verbally berating each other beforehand about filming. And that's when you know that you're close, that your family's close. <laughs> Um, what are you going to amuse yourself with, though, when you go home? If for anyone that doesn't know, Abby lives in a literal one-horse town. There's one stoplight in the entire town, three restaurants. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, something I'm so excited to do is quite literally rot on the couch with my parents. We do that, that every year. a lot of books. Yeah, I kind of like that's our tradition is like rotting on the couch. Rot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a family rot, and we all know that we're going to do it. And so I go home and we watch so many movies, like just an absurd amount. And we just, 
I mean, we're covered up to our knees in snow. So what are we going to do outside? Quite literally nothing. Yeah. Oh, restaurants? Never heard of them. They're an hour away. So I guess we'll be rotting on the couch watching movies, which is my favorite activity, especially when it's all snowy outside. I'm sure I'll make my mom take some photos of me in the snow. Well, of course. She always does. And mm-hmm. that will be the highlight of my Christmas. What about you? <laughs> My friend the other day, we all hung out and she brought a fair physical planner and she's like, okay, so what activities are for what day for Christmas? Because we have to do oh. this, 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 and this, and this, and this. Uh, so it's yeah. different. It's a lot different than yours. Well, here's the thing. I used to be that girl. I used to have a list of things that I wanted to yeah. do over Christmas, but my parents have never been those who lean into activities. Of course. And so I was tired of being shut down time and time again. And so I've given that up and I've decided to be thankful and grateful to even have parents that love me who want to see me over the holidays and we'll just raw on the couch and that'll have to be fine. That'll have to be it. Yeah. 100%. That's nice. (laughs) Like we're not going sledding. We're not putting lights on the house. We might not even get a tree. But at least there'll be snow on the ground. And you're out there alone. She lives like in a forest. You're out there alone (laughs) with the hands on. You worked out so much, you could 100% drag like a tree back to your house. I'm just picturing myself like mumbling. You should. That'll be funny for the bit. You should go get a tree alone. I'm picturing myself like sawing away at a tree in our backyard, being like, I will bring Christmas spirit into this home if it's, it's the last thing, thing I do. Chipmunks running around. <laughs> it's so funny. I can't. You know. um, but man, we're going to get some good stories and content out of you being home. That's for sure. 1,000%. 1,000%. You mentioned the movies. So what is the Hill movie that you're going to have to die on? Like, you'll die if you don't watch this before Christmas. Because mine. Mm-hmm. What's Christmas yours? With, Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. Four Christmases. Yeah. And then what's another one that I really like? Oh, Love Actually. I, oh, Love Actually. The best. I like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. I like That's good. To watch that. That one's rich. I don't care for Elf. I think I actually hate it. Elf very Overrated. much. Overrated. We're Elf I, haters. We hate on I Elf. Think, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she reminds me so much of my my ten year old, eleven year old cousin. <laughs> thank you, Ashley. Thank you. At Thanksgiving, someone told her she looked pretty, and she said, "Thank you. I know that I always look pretty." Yes, um, totally. Yeah, it's just like you. But uh, ever since I was little, I hate Elf. I think it is the most obnoxious movie to ever exist. No hard feelings. I mean, it's fine. I don't, it's not one of the movies. I've seen it enough times. It's on every channel, everywhere, all the time. Everything's about Elf. And like, yes, it's an iconic film, but I, it's been 25 years. Like, can we just. I feel the way about Elf that I feel about Bohemian Rhapsody. That's another hill I'll die on. I think it is the worst song in the entire world. And everyone. Not you and Bohemian Rhapsody. You're always hating on Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh That and Elf are my two that like, I will always, I'll die on that hill. Yeah. No, I'm surprised I you didn't say love you didn't say love actually. Well you said it, so you beat me to it. Oh, you can repeat though. That's okay. Repetition's fine. Well, you know we share a brain, so pretty much all those movies that you listed are <laughs> the same movies that I desperately need to watch every single year. Also, uh, Abby, Abby can't go Christmas shopping or not Christmas grocery shopping without telling me what she bought. Um you should reread One Day in December though. You haven't read that in a while. That's one of our favorite, favorite yeah. books. That's a good idea. Super seasonal, super timely. Maybe I'll get it and then read it on the four and a half hour plane ride. <laughs> you 100% should. Okay, why don't, since we're keeping things brief today, why don't we go into snack time? Okay, Because we've yay. both been consuming movies. 
Yeah, for those who don't know, Snack Time's our segment we do at the end of our episodes where we talk about all the content we've been consuming, whether that be TV, movies, books, podcasts, you have it. You name it, music. We already did Spotify rap, so that can be out. But we'll talk about movies, TV. What have you been watching lately? Well, last night I watched Little Women. I was giving you a thesis on it before we started this. It is in my top five to ten five to ten films. Everything about it. The score. The color. <laughs> Don't you feel so pretentious when you say score instead of music? <laughs> the color grading. No, the score, no, music, no. It's the score and it's the cinematography. The cinematography. No, because music is like they put You Belong With Me in this movie. The score is the composer that specifically wrote this instrumental mm. for this oh. film. Okay, well, thank you for being even more pretentious and knowing the difference. That's the best. <laughs> thank you. The cinematography, the costume design, the yes. thought process behind. I need to wait, wait, I have another one for you. The colorization. Mm-hmm. The colorization. I use that word all the time about real life. The colorization. Um, And this movie is so dense with with symbolism and so many different things. And I'm not even clear on the fact of when it flashes back to the warm warm gradient. She's obviously writing about the warm gradient in her book, like their childhood. She's writing about it. But did it really happen or is it just the story? That's something I'm still not clear on about Little Women 2019. Okay. Can you explain a tiny bit of what you mean by that? Because when you said that, I I don't really know. You need to rewatch. So obviously the movie starts with her going to – she's living in New York. She's like – 27 I think we like looked it up or something and she is writing a book about her sisters she's going home because someone's sick and then she goes to have her book published that's all in the grayscale and the entire movie flashes back and forth between the past and the present the present is in grayscale the past is in warm tones however the Mm -hmm. first flash forward doesn't happen until she's already explaining her book a little bit to the editor Mm -hmm. so the question is did those things really happen or is it just her writing about it or is it both is she writing about it because it happened and then at the very end mm-hmm. it's in the grayscale at the end she's like the the professor comes to her home and is like i love you like kind of give me a reason to stay and yeah. then she's talking to the editor and the editor's like no the women have to always end up with a man at the end of the book and she's like fine i'll end up with the man in the book so then it flashes back to warm and she does did she actually end up with the man or is she just writing mm-hmm. that she did i've seen this movie so many times and i've never thought of pay that. attention when you watch it Okay, don't bully me. I do pay attention. Thank you very much. No, no, but to these. (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention. Pay attention to the color gradient and all of this. Oh, goodness. Okay, yes. So And the timing of it. The next time I watch it, I will be paying closer attention to that. That's actually very interesting. Totally. And do Lori and Amy, um, spoiler, I don't know why you wouldn't know, but like, do they actually love each other when they get married or she's just looking at an economic proposition and he is just trying to be a part of the family that he always wanted to be a part of? I do have an opinion on that. I think they're in love. I really do. Oh, you do think they're in love? I think maybe it wasn't that at the beginning, but then no, of course by the time not. that they're like fully in the marriage, I think they're in love for sure. Okay. But Lori okay. just like keeps looking at Joe the entire time. When adults even. I think you can, I think two things can be true at once. I think that That's he'll true. always love Joe in a different way that he loves Amy, you yeah. know? One last thing is that me and my friend couldn't get over how the March family is always like, we are poverty stricken and they live in this, they're upper middle class. They live in this huge colonial home. They're always like their own rooms. (laughs) Yeah. They're not like regal, but they're always wearing like really nice dresses. They have huge feasts. They have a cook and help. (laughs) Yeah, they have help. They have help. And they're always like, thank God. Or you must marry into money, Amy. You're our only hope. But 
Like, she's not. Like, and their rich aunt Meryl Streep is always going to have money for them. Like, why are we being mean to Laura Dern? Like, she's doing her best for the family. Yeah, like that. Uh, that I'm always like, you guys aren't. You're just middle class. Reality check. You're middle class. You're not going to go. They're, getting, they're keeping up with the Joneses. They were like only looking at the influencers around them and not the real people. Totally, which was Lori's family. <laughs> totally, the neighbors. So were influencers. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Southpaw, Jake Gyllenhaal. You should watch it if you haven't heard of it. I need and to then I watched Four Christmases, also, which the dialogue is so rich in that. The dialogue is so rich. It reminds I... me so much of you. Four Christmases. That's actually really nice. Thank you. Four Christmases. Wait, who? Vince Vaughn or Reese Witherspoon? Mostly Vince, but like just the dialogue in general feels like we're talking. Vince Vaughn reminds me of you. Thank you, Ashley. Um, <laughs> I think- There's a scene really quick. Wait, wait. There's a scene where Vince Vaughn is talking to Rob Duvall, his dad. And Rob Duvall is like, I – well, your mom – like abandoned her career and this family to go run off with someone else. And Vince Vaughn is like, dad, she had a job, not a career. She was a cashier. And you stopped talking to her. You wouldn't speak to her. You wouldn't hang out with her and you iced her out of your life. So yes, she went to find someone else. Reality check, Rob. I love my favorite thing about that movie or one of my favorites is that all of the sons in his family are named after the cities in which they were conceived, like Dallas, Denver, and Orlando. It's so funny. His name's Orlando, but he goes by Brad. And then also we sleep on the whole scene where he goes to Reese's mom's house. Mm. And when she's like cleaning up in the bathroom or something, he finds out that she had a really close like lesbian friend as a teenager. (laughs) And and he confronts her and she's like, no, she just liked to like play this beach game where she would rub lotion on me and all this stuff. (laughs) And And then Vince tells Reese, he's like, okay, you're a better kisser for it. It's okay. You're a better kisser for it, please. So funny. So rich. I have to watch that movie immediately. Oh, so much. forget everything I said. Obviously, The Family Stone is the one that I'll throw a fit if I don't watch it because yeah. I already watched it like weeks ago. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet this year, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, the holiday season. That's I don't really such watch a think it. piece. I don't really watch it in midsummer. So, not to be confused with the, mi- the movie Midsummer. <laughs> don't get or, it. Or the tradition, the Swedish tradition. Yeah, correct. Um, Okay, I watched a movie the other day. I was trying to watch The Holiday, fun fact. Is it available anywhere? I couldn't find it, but I also wasn't looking that hard, but it wasn't mm-hmm. one of the easy available ones. And so yeah. I, my second movie that I needed to watch after The Holiday, because sometimes movies just find their way onto my heart, and it tells me, mm-hmm. you need to watch me immediately, if not sooner. And I say, okay. Like and, a stray dog. And one of those movies that came onto my heart was Stuck in Love, I can't get enough. This movie is so underrated. I don't think people think about it very much. It's one of those with overlapping storylines that follows this family, this like beautiful broken family of writers. And it's three love stories at three different points in life. So high school, college, and then in adulthood as a parent going through divorce and it is a think piece, not to be too. The houses are really, the houses are really pretty. Also, I also yeah. just watched it. The houses are stunning, and there's a and lot of the music is good. The, you mean the score? No, just music. The soundtrack, just the soundtrack, because they uh-huh. use already made songs. Yeah. yeah, it's so insightful. I watched it again with like every year I get older and wiser, and I go through more. No, I like Red Canary. Like I said, is handsome at the Thanksgiving scene now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like nice now place. I'm attracted to the dad, which is funny. But there's just so much to think about with that movie. Stuck in Love, if you haven't seen it, like, really 
such a good drama and so good for like seasonal Thanksgiving Christmas vibes. Yeah. And then spoiler how Greg is just like, I will wait for your mom because she, I went through something and she always waited for me. Like I also had an affair and she's always You made a mistake once. Yeah. Uh, and you know how I have like basically dementia and I like forget things all the yeah. time. Yeah. No matter how many times I've seen that movie, I wait long enough to where I forget about that part. And every time it shocks me. <laughs> And the fact that Lily Collins is a published author at 19. And yeah, she looks like, like that. All, we just like act like it's normal. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And how, what does he tell Rusty? Why is his name Rusty? But he tells him like everything you should have, everything that you, all the material like you need to write about should have happened by the time you're what, like 19? 19, yeah. yeah. Everything in a writer's life, everything that a writer needs to write about in his life would have happened by age 19. Because you feel things so deeply when you're yeah. a teenager. Like it's insane. How, now, now we're like getting really weird about it, but how he's like looking at her hurt was like his opening line. I remember that it hurt. I'd read. Yeah, yeah. Hurt. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm obsessed with that. I love the how the opening scene is like a Thanksgiving montage deal. I'm always for like cooking in the kitchen movie scenes. That's one of my favorites. And it's home by whatever Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. <laughs> and I like when Lily Collins goes to the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily Collins goes to the door and he opens it and then he closes it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and the mom is like, I picture your dad opening the door. Can you close it and go get him? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's, I forgot about that no, part because I didn't finish it the other night. Good. It's and such when, a good movie. When I, I was little, scream it from the rooftops. When I was little, I always thought the mom was Demi Moore. <laughs> I mean, she is also the lead in Top Gun Maverick as well because she just, yes. she never ages. Like, she looks exactly she. Cool. The lead, the mother in LOL, or is that actually Demi Moore? That's Demi Moore. Okay. <laughs> I, haven't, get it I haven't seen that one in so long. Um, but yeah, this movie slaps all around. That one's really good. What else have you got? Anything? Um, what else have I watched? I've been on The Amazing Race and Survivor because mm-hmm. I'm watching both of the current seasons, and it reinvigorated my love for shows like that. I think it comes mm-hmm. in waves. Um, yeah, I need a reinvigoration. It's so like, heartwarming just to watch, you know – the American people, the study. Abby texted me. She was crying this morning watching. Yeah. I just get so into it. And like, I care about these random people on my TV so much because they're so real and they're not actors. And I just like love them and I want everyone to succeed. And if Abby happens to go missing from March 1st to April 1st, it's because she is applying for the show and she is away filming. Yeah. So let's all manifest that. If you're, if you're of the praying kind, shoot one up to the man upstairs. (laughs) Because you're like Vince Vaughn. All the help that I can get. A movie that I think that we should watch, a recommendation for both of us, because I I don't know if you've actually seen it, but I think that we could talk a lot about life and love, is The Breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Have you actually seen it? Because all I've seen are the fight scenes. Okay. I've seen it all, yeah, but it's been a while, so I could really easily watch. All I've seen is the fight scenes on TikTok, but that's another good one. And with that, the 2023 season has come to an end. Remember that guy from TikTok? No, but... And with that, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family or with your friends or with your new friends in your new cities. Um, Just know that you're not alone. We love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And Ashley and I wouldn't be anywhere we are without you. Every single one of you matters. Without each other. other. We are um, who we are today because of you. And just remember that.